we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for May 20th, 2018. And today we're going to be doing a comprehensive study pretty much on the subject of depopulation. A lot of information, some of it I have covered, all of it's new, some of it I've never covered. So there's going to be some topics within this that, I mean, I've just learned regarding the depopulation efforts. Uh, and, you know, the, the reason I, I cover these types of things is, um, you know, 2 Corinthians 2.11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. There's so many devices of Satan now that it's mind-boggling. And he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And this is probably the nearest, dearest thing to Satan's heart, black heart, is that he wants to kill us. He wants to kill off humanity because we're created in God's image. And knowing that if he could do that somehow, the book of Revelation really couldn't be fulfilled, and Daniel and a lot of other things. I mean, if all humanity's done, then, you know, it's kind of hard to fulfill the, the book of Revelation, these types of things. He's not going to be successful, ultimately. Uh, but he's going to try. He's going to try anything that he can do in order to pull that off. So this is what we're going to be looking at today, some just stunning information regarding this whole subject so just some bible verses more of a positive nature to, to get things uh kicked off today to, to set the theme so that it's not you know all doom and gloom and and, and we want to always keep our eyes fixed on the lord jesus christ and um to have a balance here i'm trying to always have balance and um john uh verse uh john 10 verses 9 through it looks like 15 we're going to be looking at so jesus speaking here says i am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy that's what we're looking at today essentially i am come that they might have life and they might and that they might have it more abundantly so Satan's agenda is the exact opposite. Satan comes that you that you might have death and ha and whatever life you have to for it to be as least abundant as possible. He wants you to have a miserable, sickening, horrible life. And he's accomplishing that very very well for a lot of different people. The Lord Jesus Christ's agenda is that they might have life and they, that they might have it more abundantly. Okay, so th this is something that's always good to keep in mind. He goes on to say, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. And he did that on the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection. <clears throat> but he that is an hireling, and, and that word means, I mean, even if you check the, the, like the Greek etymology of it, it, it's somebody that's doing it for the hire, for the money. Okay, which is kind of, the norm i would have to say in your average 501c3 church and i'm not de 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 condemning every single 501c3 church pastor i'm sure there's a lot of them out there that actually don't know they don't have a clue about that concept they just think well this is the way i was taught in the cemetery i mean the seminary and and this is just what i need to do i'm going through the motions and uh this is what i was taught just like there's a lot of things that are taught in cemetery that are are you know horrible doctrine wise 
But he that is an, that is an hireling and not the shepherd, whose, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth, catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. And, and like, again, I hate to say this, but that's kind of like the norm, and it's going to be the norm. I truly believe when, when things get really bad, whether there's so many different scenarios that could come into play where you're ultimately going to see the hireling in the pulpit flee and he's going to show you that all he ever was was a false shepherd i mean you have the whole clergy response team thing with through fema and homeland security that i've reported on over and over just just can clergy response team or clergy response or clergy even you'll find all those ones or 501c3 in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. And you're going to see all of the different studies I have documented where FEMA, Homeland Security, through these clergy response teams, have teamed up with thousands and thousands and thousands of pastors. Just this is in America alone. I'm sure this goes on elsewhere as well. Um, in a covert program, where these pastors are brought in and told by FEMA and Homeland Security, okay, listen, you, you're, you're yoked up with us now. Not only are you yoked up with your 501c3 exemption, where we give you a right to exist as a church, there's no Bible for any of that whatsoever. The literal government gives 99 plus percent of all churches their right to literally preach from the pulpit. Okay, they created the church, that church, okay. Uh, which is an abomination, I believe, in the sight of God. <clears throat> there's no Bible for it whatsoever. And, but it goes beyond that. Then there's a, another whole sect of pastors that have went beyond that even and yoked up with the government through the clergy response teams where they're a actually acting as like a, a narc, a spy on their own congregation in, in turning over, you know, whatever personal data they have about their congregation and when the time comes when martial law is declared they're going to be the ones telling them come to the the church and a lot of times a, a lot of the scenarios i've seen play out where it's some type of mass pandemic type of scenario where there's come to the church get your get your mass vaccinations which which will be mandatory which will be like a death sentence and we're going to talk a lot about vaccines today and um right when you get after you get that get on the uh either the fema bus or the train there's a lot of these churches that are literally located near train train tracks where they will pick you up and take you off and you know i've documented this over and over not all churches obviously but some of them or maybe it's a short ride to the train tracks to get on the old fema train and go to the fema camps that's what they're planning it's in their own documentation and the and the pastors are going to be the main ones selling out and leaving the sheep he that is an hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not seeth the wolf coming see these 501c3 clergy pastors especially the ones in the clergy response team they're seeing the wolf coming they've met with the wolf they've consulted with the wolf they've yoked up with the wolf they're complicit with the wolf and they're going to leave the sheep they're going to sell out the sheep. That's the plan. And fleeth, because they've been, they've been told by the government, FEMA and Homeland Security and these types of things, so they're yoking up, 
that if you do this, you're going to be safe. You're, you're going to be good. And because of, I believe it's Romans 13, you're doing the right thing because whatever the government says to do in their twisted interpretation of Romans 13, then that's what you do. Regardless of if it contradicts the Bible in every way, shape, and form. Uh, the application of Romans 13 is when the government is a force for good. Okay, key in Romans 13 in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. It's when they're a force for good that those verses apply. When they're doing the will of God. When whatever the government's telling you to do lines up with the word of God. When they're acting as a source of righteousness and justice, not of evil. But they throw all that interpretation out and they just say, well, if the government tells me to do it, I got to do it. I got to obey the government no matter what. No, no, you don't. There are many, many examples in the Bible with Jesus Christ and the disciples where they did not obey the government. And they died for it. Every one of them. Jesus and the disciples all died horrific deaths, essentially, other than John, who was, you know, imprisoned until he died. And because they were not obeying, essentially, government mandates. So that, that whole logic goes out the door. So it says here that then they're going to leave the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them. <laughs> In this particular case, in the scenario I just mentioned, they're going to catch them literally at the church because that's where the people are going to be, or they're going to know exactly where their you know, home address is and this type of stuff because of all. I mean, I'm not to say they wouldn't know that already, but. And then it says, and scattereth the sheep. And then the next verse, the hireling fleeth, because he's in hireling. He's looking out for his own hide. He's getting paid, too, on top of it. Self-centered. He didn't care about the sheep. Deep down. I mean, a tree is known by its fruit. You, you can have the nicest pastor, the most, you know, oh, Joel Osteen. Oh, he's so nice and syrupy sweet. No, oh, he just cares so much and all this guard. He, he didn't even open his church up when, when um, those hurricanes came through Houston and stuff. He didn't even have enough compassion to do that. Oh, because he cares so much. He's just representative of the norm for the most part. Now, I'm not saying every single person, but I'm saying for the most part, yeah, I do believe that. The hireling fleeth because he's a hireling. He was doing it for the money all along. And then he did whatever he could behind behind the sheep's back to save his own skin. He had a little exit plan to yoke up with the government and cared not for the sheep. Now, in the most deceptive, wicked, evil time that the world has ever known, that we are in right now, that we're moving into, the Bible warns about, evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, meaning grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Don't you think that these verses would be more prevalent now than any other time in since Jesus spoke them and increasingly getting worse i i think that would make sense biblically the hireling fleeth because he's a hireling and careth not for the sheep i am the good shepherd jesus speaking and know my sheep and have known of mine as the father knoweth me even so 
know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. So we have those verses, and then just a couple verses in Ezekiel. Ezekiel 34, 11. For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out, as the shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day, that he is among his sheep that are scattered. So will I, and that, that's the norm now, is, is that, you know, the, the most prevalent question I've gotten in all my years of ministry, um, I guess since 06, since I started, so like 12 years ago, I was putting out newsletters before that, but when officially, when I guess this ministry started, when I first got on Sermon Audio, um, the most prevalent question I've gotten overall since then is, where do I go? What do I do? And all I can tell people is to pray and fast over that. I know that that's not bad advice. Pray and fast regarding where you should go. Maybe it's a home church that you need to start or a home Bible study. or That's the norm now. I, and I hate to say it, but I mean... I have gotten burned so many times now by telling people to go to a particular church. Um, and then it's like, well, then that's my, that's on me then. When I tell them to go to church and then it goes south. And I understand, maybe maybe the church at one point was good and, and, and the devil got in there and, and things went bad and stuff. And, and But, man, I'll tell you, anymore, I have to err on the side of safety. And I just tell people to pray and fast about it. And, and if God wants to open that door, you know, um, you know, that's great and that's wonderful. And, and I know there are, I have listeners that, you know, go to churches that they're happy with. And, and um, I just pray that, you know, in the end, they don't get burned, especially if it's in a 501c3 setting. Um, all I can really do is warn and, and like I said, the best advice I can really give is just to pray and fast about it. Um, I wish I had a better answer, but but I just really don't at this point because things are so out of control. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. So that's the norm now, is, is for the sheep to be scattered. I guess was the point I was trying to make. Like most of my listeners, they're just scattered. They're like scattered sheep. And they don't really know where to go, or, or, or a lot of times are unsure about it, or, or just, you know, maybe they're in an environment that it's like, I don't know, I mean, you know, if I should be here or not, or whatever. And again, I, I, say, I would say pray fast. Compare with Scripture what is going on at that church with scripture and see if it lines up and if you have a whole bunch of red flags you know by their fruit you shall know them uh, you know if it doesn't line up with scripture i would say get out of there so i wanted just to start off kind of with those bible verses and um let's get into the actual main part of the study this first report is entitled ses and circo plan to control the world wetware soft kill plan is happening but can be stopped to fund them now an intricate funding source for the deep state is now being exposed 
a British Crown controlled company named Serco Inc. was awarded a $610 million contract to manage FEMA Region 9 that covers Arizona, California, Nevada, Hawaii, and the Pacific Islands. On July 16, 2013, Obama awarded Serco a $1.2 billion contract to run the Obamacare website. So as you're going to see, the Serco company has their hands in so many different pies, it just defies the imagination. Serco also manages the air traffic control towers in 63 U.S. airports and has been paid more than $95 million to run the U.S. patent, trademark, and examination processes. Who is Serco, and why have we not heard of them? More to the point, why are we outsourcing critical American infrastructure, ingenuity, and private medical information on every U.S. citizen to sworn agents of the British Crown? Because that's who literally owns it. Uh, now, there's a lot of different, in this PDF for... May 20th, 2018, you're going to see a lot of different uh, charts here that kind of tie all this together and, and how they're all connected. Um, all of the different things that they're doing and all of the different ways they're connected. So uh, if you want to follow along with the PDF, there's also charts you can look at here that go into a lot greater detail on what we're talking about. This is not opinion. This is not a conjecture. This is not some conspiracy theory. This is actually happening um, right now. Douglas Gabriel and Michael McKibben discuss how Circo companies work with the SES deep state shadow government to implement 5G. Now, you've heard me talk a lot lately about 5G. They're going to be getting into that. And then to manage the societal effects of the coming mass murder program. Okay, remember Deagle? And all that stuff, how they're projecting, you know. Now now they're saying it's a 70% reduction in American population by 2025. And it's like every week I just get more and more confirmation that, you know, that's their plan. Now, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen because God can intervene. He has intervened many times in the past. And he's perfectly capable and always does preserve a remnant. But I'm telling you, this is what they are planning, and there is no doubt they are planning. And I mean, you just look at the Georgia Guidestones, reduce world population to 500 million in perpetual balance with nature, which is the first commandment, and it totally lines up with this. So 5G plays a big, big part in the coming mass murder program. That's why Circo runs FEMA camps, owns pathology companies, houses migrants, owns laundries, operates prisons, provides transport and rail, hmm, remember what I was just talking about? Transport and rail services, railroad, runs hospitals and leisure centers, builds ships and space technology to zap the pop, and then also to zap the populace with 5G like a mosquito zapper, then handle the cleanup. It's like the main hub that is going to handle the extermination process or have a lot to do with it and then handle the gigantic cleanup afterward. That's why this company is being put in place and given more and more government contracts and more and more power for this very exact reason. And if you don't believe any of this, we're, we're going to play a video now, an audio. It's a video, but you can... Um, 
watch it as well. I don't really think there's a lot of... Um, I think it's more the audio is the most important part. But then we're going to... We, there, there's a whole bunch of things I'm going to list after this, which is all of like the... the the patents and all of the official documents and all of the official things that if you don't believe this, the the documentation we're going to provide after this, you could you could have at it and, and, and prove to yourself that this is the real deal that we're talking about here. So let's go ahead and run this first video here. Welcome to the American Intelligence Media. I'm your host, Douglas Gabriel, and today I'm speaking with my good friend, Michael McKibben from Leader Technologies. Hello, Michael. Top of the morning to you. Well, you've shocked us again, and now you, you've you've almost uh, put us over the edge with your new article. I'm sorry. Well, you know, you're doing what Betsy has demanded, you know, and she's she's a she's a, uh, a field marshal, you know, she's a general, and she said this is Circo Awareness Month. Now you've made us so aware of Circo, you're going to make us vomit, because you have figured out what we couldn't figure out, which is what is their motivation. Why are they involved in so many different industries, which they're not even experienced at, but every one of these industries is in a way controlling human beings, controlling their movement, controlling their data, controlling war, controlling um, our economy, controlling... Uh... Now, before I get too far into this too, let's always remember, when I cover these subjects, not only is one of the main reasons I cover them to make you aware of this, Satan's devices, so that you're not destroyed for lack of knowledge, like Isaiah 4, 6 talks about. Uh, but also so that we pray against this. Because I do believe the devil's plans have been pushed back many, many, many times as a result of Christians praying about these things. And so, just bear that in mind. That this is just yet one more wicked tentacle of Satan's kingdom that needs to be prayed against and, if you feel so, led fasted, you know against our airplanes controlling the buses everything that moves and we kept saying what is going on with circo why would they have so many fingers and so many pies and you have figured it out and it's kind of scary because it goes back to that uh, richard c walker internet of things type uh pattern which is basically uh, aggressive remote control of everything on the face of the earth that moves including humans so you've connected those two up in a way that is somewhat frightening, but is definitely indicative of what we fear is our future that is dominated by Big Brother. So tell us about your research. You've been in the mines now for a week. You came out with this great article. You've put it all together. What can you tell us about Circo? Okay, first of all, it wasn't just me. There's a whole bunch of people working on this, and uh, thanks for the, the kudos. Um, You said it well. We looked at the history of Circo and read their annual reports, and we had various people digging into various annual reports, both here in the U.S. and also in the U.K. at Companies House. And nothing, Circo, on the surface, is the strangest looking company in the world because it seems like there's nothing they can't do and don't do. And we were saying, what is the correlation between a company that manages parking services and parking meters and also builds nuclear weapons? And 
by the way, they also do space programming and the, the space manufacturing. They also manage uh, immigration services in the UK and including asylum um, properties. And it just goes on and on. They're, they're in hospitals and prisons in Australia, and they manage about 68 of our air traffic control towers in the U.S. They also manage now all patents that go through the patent office. They actually handle all of the application process for U.S. patent office. They got $1.2 billion to manage the Obamacare contract, which is odd given they're a British company. And it just goes on and on. And, and the, the, um, they have a list of companies in their latest annual report that's published in London, which lists about, 60, about 70 different subsidiaries that are spread out all over the planet with two pro outside of the UK, prominently in the US, in Australia, in the Middle East, and um, one other place. And they're, they're just involved in everything. They've got their fingers in all kinds of pies. And uh, you know, business 101, you need to focus. And there's nothing about this company that's focused. So we were we were trying to make sense of it, and yes, they and and, and yet they have over six billion dollars in annual revenue. So either somebody inside Circo is a really good salesman, or something fishy is going on. And what we were asking ourselves is, what is it? We couldn't make sense of it. I'll stop there and let you react to that. S E S. <laughs> You know, we had a month before been revealing the senior executive services and the way that they are the more or less deep state shadow government can't be fired. Uh, Obama hired them. Trump can't fire them. And they are just really the slimy underbelly of uh, the bureaucracy of the federal government. And they seem to be the ones who always give Serco every single contract. And it's astounding the amount of contracts you found, the amount of hiding through subsidiary companies, the amount of probably uh, tax-free dollars going out of this country into a British uh, corporation, which is directly conne connected to uh, BAE, the British uh, Aerospace uh, Engineering, uh, the, one of the second largest military contractors in America. Hmm, strange that the Brits are actually second or third, depending on how you want to cut the pie, and that they are directly connected to Lockheed Martin, and that Lockheed right. Martin is directly connected to all of the uranium and even uranium uh, treaties with uh, uh, Europe, and somehow Lockheed Martin, through Serco, seems to pretty much control, with well, Lockheed Martin and BAE, pretty much control the nuclear industry of the world. Uh, this is so shocking that any company right. that could go from, as you say, from parking meters to nuclear bombs. This isn't possible. No company can it do this. It makes no sense on the surface. And and we just kept, we said, okay, we don't know what this means, but we just kept digging up all these facts. And we just kept laying them on the table and then putting them on a storyboard. And people were sending us data from all over the planet and the storyboard was filling up, and it just wasn't making sense what the logic is for a company 
to uh, be a specialist in so many areas because, as we know, when you're a jack-of-all-trades, you're a specialist in none. And yet what these people seem to be is, is highly skilled at getting contracts. Now, whether they deliver or not, there's a lot of, a lot of writing out there in Australia and the U.S. and the U.K., about uh, Circo's problems and being able to deliver. I mean, they even managed the, the, the bullet train between London and, and, and Glasgow, or in uh, Edinburgh. I mean, it's just crazy, the, the, the number of different things they do. And so, as you say, what we started asking ourselves is, how is SES involved, and how do they pass the contracts to Circo? And what is Circo's real mission? Because if you read their written mission statements, they don't mean anything. It's just like we want to help the world be a better place and be more organized, and 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 we want to do all this with full accountability. And you know, whenever you read that in government documents now, or not government documents, but corporate documents, you know they're hiding something because. They can't tell you what they do, so they write all these flowery words that throw off most people because they don't have time to dig into it. Uh, but uh, our team of researchers have now dug into it, and the the oh, oh by the way, they own a, a large pathology company in the UK, and I guess that pathology company was really the the key that unlocked the door for our researchers. And you got to ask yourself, what is a company involved in all these things like parking services? Why are they dealing in pathology? What is that? Uh, testing of blood and and and, and uh, human tissue and what, what, where are they going with this? So, to cut a long story short. If you're well, you you did a number of shows on the Richard C. Walker patents for the Internet of Things that started being filed at the U.S. Patent Office in about 1996, where they started discussing a patent to be able to remotely control vehicles, and then that morphed into um, uh, ships and trains and cars, and then it morphed into being able to control human be- control and track human beings, and actually in the patents are uh, discussions of putting chips in people to control their motor responses, to be able to put them to sleep. And the, the, the total in this patent of pages is about 2,000 pages when you actually put it all together. So we started looking and focusing on this idea of the Internet of Things, and the, the pathology issue was concerning because that's obviously dealing with death, times why do people die and what's the cause and and why and we're asking ourselves why would why would Circo want to be a specialist in reporting on death and I know I know that's oversimplifying what pathology is but uh, stick with me here so we started looking at the Circo patent and we knew that um, not the Circo patent but the Walker patents and we knew that the Walker patents incorporated 5G, which is this new technology, wireless technology, satellite technology that uh, the uh, tech left is is pushing very hard to implement all over the planet with. Eventually, they want to have something like 25,000 satellites 
orbiting the Earth and raining down Wi-Fi on us, which it, logic says there's something that can't be good in that, and it's, and, and we know now know from various experts that it's not healthy and that uh, 5G is, is a millowave. It's even shorter wavelength than microwave, and that in any kind of wattage, uh, it can kill you. Uh, in lower wattages, it can it can alter your brain state. It can attack different parts of your brain. It can put you to sleep. It can can cause you to forget. So there's all different levels of what this uh, 5G Wi-Fi can be dialed up to do. So we started looking at f- the, this 5G issue, the Walker patents, Circo, and the Internet of Things. And when we got all of those things on the board, uh, describe it like um, the Transformer movie. Everything started locking into place. You started hearing all these clicking sounds, click, 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 click. And we realized what Circo is there to do. Circo is there to manage this Walker patent implementation all over the planet and then to be able to uh, dial up the 5G and its effects, which will include killing people, and and then also deal with the aftermath and also deal with immigration, with health care, with prisons, with pathology. And we said to ourselves, oh, my gosh, Circo was organized to manage the, the, the uh, reduction, the eugenics reduction of various countries and then to deal with the aftermath. I didn't mention that Circo just in January of this year, received a $610 million contract to manage FEMA Region 9 in the U.S. Now, what does a company that's managing FEMA Region 9 have to do with processing patents at the patent office? Well, they're also involved in uh, climate control, and the FEMA area you talk about would have served California and the areas that were impacted by the drought, where they actually predicted there was going to be a mass migration out of California into those areas. And so one has to wonder, because IBM is controlled Nexstar, and that's uh, IBM was, of course, directly connected to Agilent and the HP, and Richard C. Walker, and the creation of this completely all-encompassing, remote-control, aggressive manipulation and uh, aggressive remote control of human beings. Uh, and we, ca- we came on to this because the, studying the QRS-11, the Clipper right. chip, and finding that, yes, the uninterruptible autopilot in every single airplane since the first hijackings in America have made sure that every airplane can be taken over from the ground. Therefore, 9-11 did not happen the way we are told. And so then we looked further and we found that this company, uh, out, that this gentleman, uh, gentleman Richard C. Walker, out of HP, just comes out and creates one of the highest venture capital funded groups uh, of all times in technology, and he creates this company Agilent, and then he writes a... Um, in 1999, a, by the way. And he writes a, a, a patent to absorb all other patents that would have anything to do with Big Brother controls. And when you say pathology, that's because in Britain, they control the death boards. Circo actually controls the pathological um, 
chemical uh, analysis of people that determines whether they will receive treatment in the British medical That's system. True. So they right. literally are the death committees. They're the death councils. Not only that, they are. there's $80 billion in question of fraud with Serco right now in the highest courts in Britain. And they have demonstrated by analysis of a number of uh, different schools and prisons and things that they run that they are only efficient to about 65%. Then 35% is just completely lost. We find that in America. Whenever you find that someone slipped through the cracks because they didn't have background check that was followed through on, like some of these um, murderers that have come into the news, it's always Circo that has failed us. Circo fails us all the time, but they don't care because they're looking at the bigger picture. The bigger picture is simply taking over the world through a global network of control that literally includes wet works put in human beings, as you said, chips that not only control their consciousness and the on-off switch of their brain, but control their limbs. So that if yeah. you are moving, they say, and they've written patents and they all, the all-encompassing patent will absorb any patents that do this, and there are many patents that do this, they implant chips and they can control whether you move or not, and they can make your arm move, they can make your legs move, they can control your body from a distance. That cannot be done without the all-pervasive nature of 5G, which is like a cloud. And it also, 5G, uh, from the 24,000 satellites that are being launched, uh, now have been given approval in America to be launched by Elon Musk, SpaceX, and by Qualcomm and Amazon, called uh, OneWeb, 24,000, as you pointed out, as they launch those satellites, they will destroy our atmosphere and the Earth will die. Period. Period. There needs to be an instantaneous moratorium put on launching satellites into space that ray 5G down on humans, because we know that there's experimentation going on now in South Africa where they're seeing whether or not 5G can uh, be completely pervasive in communities that don't have phones. So if they're experimenting on South Africans, what do you think they're experimenting on right now? Eugenics. It, well, that is one. That is one. Uh, Sorry, uh, it's very important for them to implement 5G on a, on a mass global scale. Um, really, the implementation of the New World Order control grid system is absolutely dependent upon the 5G, which is just yet one more reason to pray against that wickedness. Uh, and Circo has everything to do with that as well. Not only will it will it be able to track, control, and monitor everybody within that grid-type system, but the 5G itself is going to kill off humanity because of the 5G itself, the, the radiation that you're going to be receiving, essentially. A um, set of phraseology that a lot of these companies use to justify their existence. They say they're going to help the underserved communities in Africa with this new 5G technology and with all these services that these guys are ostensibly um, uh, providing. So another thing we did is we started correlating SES across these different um, activities. And with the assumption now that, that uh, Serco is the corporate arm of the implementation of the Walker patents, it all started falling into place. We have, we have the SES in general, the, the 10,000 uh, Obama's army. Then we have the Department of Justice 500, which handles their compensation. And then we have the Overseas Private Investment Corp, which is run by SES people. Then we have the Millennium 
Challenge Corporation, which handles uh, other, it's more OPEC-type money for aid that mostly goes to Africa. Then we have USAID, uh, which is probably the most well-known of this group. Uh, then we have the Aerospace Corporation, which I had not heard of until we started looking into uh, these activities. And it is another SES-run corporation that get, gets billions of dollars to help the U.S. manage space policy. Now, how much help do we need from bureaucrats to manage space policy? The Aerospace Corporation, I had never heard of it. I asked people from Boeing and Lockheed and others if they'd ever heard of it. Almost nobody had ever heard of it. A few had. And then we've got Five Eyes. The intelligence uh, activities were, were the U.S., the U.K., Canada, New Zealand, and Australia have teamed up and essentially uh, uh, bypass all of their national laws through this Five Eyes group that basically when, when an, an element of activity is going to violate the law in New Zealand, they just ask somebody in Australia to do it or the U.S. or the U.K. or Canada. And so in that way, they've completely skirted all of our uh, privacy and security laws. And then we've got the Crown agents, and we see we've discovered actual contracts where the Crown SES has given the Crown agents in America large contracts. 10, 20, 30 million dollar contracts to provide service to the U.S. And then we've got the all of the SES members in the Highlands Group, which you introduced us to. Uh, and then there, uh, the SES is crawling all over the IBM Eclipse Foundation, and um, and then all of Richard Walker's associations at HP and um, Agilent. So what we see is the SES is running the world behind the scenes, I think that explains why they're so arrogant in Washington and why they think they're not going to lose, because in addition to all those different organizations and activities, they've got this overarching organization called CERCO that's implementing their plan, right? So we have that. Um, that that's kind of a primer on this uh, CERCO organization. Okay, so... I want to go a little bit further into this because they mentioned SES, and which is basically like one of the main driving forces that gets Circo these contracts and helps to control Circo. So they're interrelated, and there's been a lot of talk about SES as of late being one of the main factors that has hindered in undermining Trump every single step of the way. I'm not saying Trump's perfect, but it's one of the main factors that Obama left behind in order to sabotage every single thing that Trump would try to do that would have any type of positive effect on humanity, the government, in any way, shape, or form. If, if, it's, if it's not satanic... Um, then Serco is against it. They want anything that is wicked, evil, or the SES, I'm sorry. Uh, SES and Serco are interrelated. And let's look at this a little bit more. We're going to look a little bit more at Serco right now, and then we're going to look at SES. So you can kind of understand a big picture. I've kind of been meaning to do 
uh, more of an in-depth look at this whole subject anyway. And this is the perfect time to do it because we're talking about both of these factions. And you really need to talk about both of them if you're going to discuss them at all. So let's go ahead and run this video. Uh, this is from RT. Have you guys ever heard of a company called Circo? Well, it might be the biggest company that you have never heard of. Everyone knows about the private prison industry, the transportation industry, and government agencies. But what if I told you that there was just one company that oversaw almost every facet of all of these sectors? Yep, that's Circo, the mother of all multinational corporations. Circo is a $1.5 billion services company based in Hook, North Hampshire in the United Kingdom whose motto is bringing services to life. So, what the hell does that actually mean? Well, according to their website, Circo improves the quality and efficiency of essential services that matter to millions of people around the world. The work we do for national and local governments involves us with the most important areas of public service, including health, education, transport, science, and defense. Now, I know it still sounds very vague about what they actually do, but more importantly is how many industries Circo actually oversees across the entire planet. Since governments from around the world outsource to Circo, the massive corporation has its tentacles in 16 countries worldwide. They cash in on detention. Circo runs seven immigration centers and have a, has a presence on every military base in Australia. They're also the largest operator of private prisons in the UK. Circo also directs airplanes. They're the largest air traffic controllers in the world with 54 towers in the US alone. The company also supplies air traffic control in Iraq and the United Arab Emirates. Circo also moves people on the ground from Scotland ferries to Dubai metros. But the company not only manages public transport everywhere, but also operates speed track cameras and creates the software for monitoring traffic across London. But don't worry, Circo's looking out for the kids, guys. They currently have contracts to run every state school in Bradford, England. But they haven't forgotten about grandma and grandpa. They're privatizing community centers too. If you haven't figured it out yet, Circo is essentially the Swiss army knife of corporations. Circo plays doctor too. Private hospitals are a big industry under the umbrella company. And Circo has started to acquire hospitals in Australia and England. Circo is so unbelievably powerful that they even control time. Yep, Circo has friends in such high places, they have been contracted to set Greenwich Mean Time, or GMT. Now here's where it gets really interesting. Do you think that things like running border patrol and protecting nuclear arsenals should be run by a government body or a private multinational? Well, I'm sure you can guess what I'm getting at next. Circo does both. Not only do they look over the, the country's entire nuclear arsenal, they also run the UK's ballistic missile defense system. In fact, their primary purpose of being stationed here in the United States is to supply defense and intelligence services across the nation. Check out their promo video for the US government. For the Department of Homeland Security, we manage over 62 million active records, helping to keep our nation secure. Think of it as an integrated system that helps the right person make the right decision at the right time. For the intelligence community, we provide planning, training, program support, and project execution. This is just basically the global panopticon control grid implementation. And this is their nice whitewashed um, 
veneer that they're trying to put forward to humanity. And the rest, it's classified. The rest is classified? Guys, we already think you're shady. Is it really necessary to tell us that you have even more secrets? But thanks for the disclaimer. So what branches of the government does Serco specifically provide services to? Well, the U.S. Army, U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, the Ministry of Ontario, U.S. Navy, U.S. Air Force, U.S. Department of Homeland Security, U.S. Marine Corps, Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board, U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, U.S. Department of State, the Intelligence Community. Whew, let me catch my breath. I just wanted to establish the extent of their reach. But wait, there's more. Circo's so passionately committed to the U.S. that they're also working with the government to fight cyber terrorism, and they remain passionately committed to the American government's mission. Check it out. I'd like to say we don't have to look hard to find the best and brightest. They find us. We are passionate about the future of our nation, and we embrace our government's mission as our mission. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. Your mission, our passion. We should just call it Satan instead of Circo. We are the company that runs the world. But don't worry, they're passionate about swallowing up the world industry by industry, government by government. Yes. Since 1994, they've grown by over 1,200%, and they continue to acquire more contracts and services every day. So how does it happen that a multinational corporation can run things such as the time and the safeguarding of nuclear weapons? All well, about 85% of Circo's employees are also ex-public servants, so they have the know-how and networking to keep that revolving door going. So why don't we know more about Circo? Well, that's just the problem, is that this corporation has way too much power and way too much control. There's no doubt that we live in a corporatocracy. The corporate coup d'etat has already taken over. The question is, how are we going to fight it? Okay, so excellent report there, um, which further bolsters what we just talked about here. Now, let's go ahead. I'm going to play, uh, I don't know, about another six-minute clip here. Here's some, now we're going to go into the SES, which has a lot to do with getting Circo these contracts. Uh, they talked to both about, in the first video that, that we listened to, uh, the real deep state senior executive services. And these are the ones that, you know, what they basically proclaim is Obama hired us, Trump can't fire us. Okay, we're in here and um, we're above the law and we can do whatever we want and we're going to undermine anything that is positive, that would be positive for humanity in the government. We're going to try to undermine that and bring us all into the new world order and bring us into the satanic agenda. So since Trump's inauguration, we've been hearing almost nonstop about someone somewhere who's an Obama leftover that's hindering the Trump administration. In fact, the Daily Caller reported on this almost exactly a year ago that the Obama administration was attempting to handicap the Trump administration through leaks and altered documents. Then on the Washington Free Beacon, we have the headline, Obama admin loyalists, government insiders sabotage Trump White House. In the article, it says we have members of the former administration at the highest levels who, through their actions after January 20th, have demonstrated their refusal to recognize the results of the general election, one senior administration official told the Free Beacon. They have pursued, organized, and managed a comprehensive subversion of the new administration. Well, when a new president is in charge of appointing roughly 4,000 new government employees upon taking the reins, it's no wonder our government is filled with partisan hacks and cronyism. And 
No, not all of the thousands and thousands are, of new government employees have to show competence at their job either, because competency isn't always what the president is looking for. Sometimes they're just looking for someone who will push their agenda. Now, don't get me wrong. Only some of these people constitute the deep state, which 74% of Americans now believe in, which is a good sign. But the real deep state is composed of over 8,000 managers in 75 different federal agencies. These are the senior executive service members, and Obama appointed about 7,000 of them. Now, because they're managers, they can tell new appointees... So, in case you missed that, Obama appointed seven, about 7,000 of these senior executive services, this SES, the real deep state, the one that has probably played the ma most major role in hindering anything positive that Trump has been trying to do. Now, again, I'm not saying this because I'm giving some blanket endorsement of Trump, but you, you can't argue the fact that, that the guy has been fought at every level in the, in the highest level of media and in the highest level of the swamp and the government and the highest level of Hollywood and the high, you know, like the Pope and these types of things. I don't, I don't really see how that's disputable. Okay. I'm not saying he's not compromised. I, I'm not, I'm not saying that at all either. Uh, but yeah, he has been fought tooth and nail on a lot of different levels ever since, even before he was in office and since he's been in. Is what they can and cannot do. This puts the deep state in an unimaginable position of power. They're well organized, and as I, I just intuitively figured from the deep state, they stretch their roots into nearly all facets of the government. Now, when I was researching SES, I found this interesting guide to the Senior Executive Service from last March. Right in the introduction, they say, Members of the Senior Executive Service serve in key positions just below the top presidential appointees and are the major link between these appointees and the rest of the federal workforce. These leaders operate and oversee nearly every government activity in approximately 75 federal agencies. So they admit right in a government document that SES is the major link between new presidential appointees and the rest of the federal workforce. Meaning, if an SES member doesn't want something to happen, they, they can squash out what the current administration is trying to do. Likewise, if they want something to happen that the current administration doesn't want, well, they're the filter for the rest of the federal workforce, so they can just push it through. To, to some degree. Now, one thing that struck me as fascinating is the fact that it was started in 1978. Do you know why that's so interesting? Well, who was president in 1978? Jimmy Carter. Do you remember any previous video I've maybe done where I talked about Carter and his radical push for globalism? Well, yeah, I'll link it below, but you can find out all about Carter in, in my video on the Trilateral Commission because Carter helped to create it. For those who haven't seen the video or don't know yet, the Trilateral Commission is, is absolutely international and it's used as a vehicle for consolidation of commercial and banking interests by seizing control of the government of the United States. It sure sounds a lot like the Senior Executive Service too. The Trilateral Commission attempts and succeeds at controlling the political, the monetary, the intellectual, and the ecclesiastical centers, which constitute the four major centers of power. Carter was swamp before swamp was even a well-known term. 
Anyways, there are four basic types of political appointees, and there's the, the presidential appointments with a Senate confirmation, and this includes cabinet secretaries, uh, their deputies, heads of, of most independent agencies, and ambassadors. They must be confirmed by the Senate. This constitutes roughly 1,200 people. There's also presidential appointments without Senate confirmation. This constitutes much of the White House staff and many sparse employees throughout smaller government agencies. This is roughly 350 people. There's also non-career senior executive service members. These are the people who work just below the top presidential appointees, thus acting as the link between those on the top and the rest of the political and civil service leaders throughout the government. This constitutes most of the SES members. Lastly, there are Schedule C appointments. These are the people who serve in a confidential or policy role. This means they range from schedulers to policy experts, and there's roughly 1,400 of these people. If you look at Obama's appointees carefully, which of course, I'm not going to lie, okay, I, I didn't look at all of them because there's about 7,000, but you can get a pretty specific vibe from looking at, at a decently sized handful of them. These people often did not rise up in the ranks by a merit system. They were put in place carefully, and something else that raises speculation, they were largely unqualified for the jobs, but as I said before, it's not always about being... Well, so was Bathhouse Barry. You know, I mean, he was unbelievably unqualified for the job of president. I, mean, I just watched another video Pastor Manning put out where he interviewed that particular lady... Um, uh, that went to high school with him. And, um, I mean, it's a miracle she's still alive. God bless her. But, I mean, you know, going all the way back to, to you know, the high school that they went to and uh, was basically the guy was an absolute pathological liar from the very, very get-go. I mean, he was an unredeemable devil from the very start. And this is why he was chosen to be president, you know. I think the race thing had a part in you know, the first, you know, um, mixed race president type of thing. That was a big, you know, whatever, maybe selling point. I don't know. I, I don't know what they're... But basically, she said that this guy was just would just lie for the sake of lying and that he would try to come up and always get something from people and that he would like he would try to come up and bum cigarettes off people constantly evidently and that he would sweet talk you and tell you whatever you wanted to hear until he got the cigarette he would snatch the cigarette from you and walk away and basically not even thank you that's how obama was and is and i'm sure he's even 10 times the, the devil today than he was then and then the whole thing about then she said that you know he talked about how when he would um, uh, go to parties and stuff he would have cocaine powdered cocaine and that it was basically well known that I mean he only hung around with like the gay community even in high school in this very exclusive high school that nobody had any idea how he got into just like nobody had any idea how he got into Harvard or uh, Columbia, even though there's no records of him actually ever actually, no, no recollection of anyone ever seeing him at Columbia, uh, all of these things were just fast-tracked. Uh, because it was a plan. It was an absolute plan to get this reprobate devil into the presidency, and uh, from way back, for one reason or another, that was who they chose. 
and had a lot to do with him being such a, a, a stinking evil devil. And that he would go, and his big thing, and, and this has been well known in the gay community, even in Chicago, where, where they actually named a um, one of the rooms of one of these bathhouses after him, a well-known bathhouse in Chicago, uh, that he liked old white guys. And so he would go to these old white guys as a teenager in this high school, and, I mean, there's even pictures of him dressed up in drag from back then. You can even access them online. I mean, you know, they're disturbing. And um, he would uh, he would go there and evidently, you know, have sex with these old white guys. And in exchange, at least partially, uh, he would get this the cocaine. And so then he would always have it when he would, he would show up to these parties and types of things. So... Um, yeah, she gets into the whole thing. I, I've heard her testimony about him over and over, and it never varies. It never, it never changes. It never, you know. But that's that's the that's the the person that appointed seven thousand of these devils, and you know that every single one of these seven thousand appointees had to be evil, or Obama would not have appointed them. And they're the ones that are that are still in place to a large extent, fighting anything positive that Trump is trying to do and have been ever since he's been in there. And they all feel that they're kind of above the law. Capable of doing the job or being qualified, it's about pushing an agenda. There, there are more SES appointees than any other type of appointee, and they're paid more than GS-15 employees. GS-15 is, is the, the top tier of government non-SES employees, and they have a base salary of a little over $101,000 up to about $132,000, whereas the, the senior executive service minimum salary is $124,000, and the max salary can range from like $172,000 to $187,000. Okay, so we have that. They, they get paid um, very, very well for them. Selling out to Satan is basically the theme there. Now let's listen to this last little report on the senior executive services just to tie all this together. And they're just showing some pictures here. Okay, it's day 110, and this is part two. And I wanted to do a, a piece on senior executive service. This is the service that was started by Christine Marcy. The folks at Watchfield McConnell, uh, I believe this is his half-sister, will know all about this. Um, but it was created in 1979, and this really is Hillary's rise to power. Um, from the Jimmy Carter administration, uh, Brzezinski, uh, it basically made this a pet project for Hillary Clinton through Christine Marcy to sort of come up with a, with a secret police. I don't want to say secret police in terms of raiding and, um, uh, you know, physical beating or anything, but where you're starting to infiltrate the intelligence services and so forth, and it's all compromise, compromise, compromise. Now, I had an executive from SES straight look at me at, uh, at the harbor in Baltimore, Baltimore National Harbor, and say, look, hey, I'm untouchable. I'm an SES. I make 200000 a year. I report directly to an adjunct general uh, here at uh, Anacostia uh, over, uh, you know, we have G4S. It's right up there. They pointed up the hill toward Rod, um, uh, Rod Wheeler's office and said, hey, we're right up there. we got total surveillance contracts with the Navy. 
Navy, just right over there, points right over just upriver, about two miles. There's the Navy research labs right there. We own this place. There's nothing you can do about it. And I was talking to her about how I was kind of reporting on the corruption and so forth. She said, well, if you don't know about SES, you don't know anything about Washington, D.C. And I said, well, tell me more. And she said, well, there's about 10,000 people, and Hillary owns most of them. I mean, do you see how arrogant? this witch is who's t- i mean they don't even care they're they'll, they'll like spill their guts there they're they're right out in the open with it because they're so arrogant about their positions of power and thinking that nobody can do anything about it that they're just she's just spilling the beans right here and they are a sort of a super delegate but they are more than that because they have the intelligence so they have everything that NSA has, at least according to this person that I was talking to, this SES that I was talking to, and we have it at Five Eyes. So even if Trump takes it all, even if Trump shuts this leaking down, we have it all with Five Eyes. We got it in England, we got it in Australia, we got it in, in Canada, we got it in, in New Zealand. Trump would have to play whack-a-mole and go to all five of these different Five Eyes to get this information. We got you're screwed, basically. There's no way you're going to get out of this. We have a lock on Washington D.C. Straight to my face, straight to my face, uh, said this. So this is the swamp. There is no doubt about it. This, these are basically different organizations set out to compromise. Now, are they hiring prostitutes and setting up low light cameras and so forth? I don't think directly, but I think they're through G4S. They're hiring up all these gangs for security, and. They, then they are taught these different techniques through, you know, with the Freitag low-light cameras and G4S set-aside contracts to get started. And they are set up in every city, major city, especially through the fusion centers in the United States. And it's all about compromise, all about compromise, most of them coming from DHS. The other piece that people don't realize, uh, there's about 10,000 now, I think, uh, some, somewhere in there, of, of these folks, they're all political appointments. Somehow Trump has not figured this out yet. But immediately fire all of these people. That is the first thing you need to do. And put in, I don't care if you put in just people who are Joe the Plumber. They're going to do better than anybody that is currently in these positions. These people are constantly setting up entrapments for people on a target list. So um, this is not uh, something that is an imagination or whatever. This is the real deal. Now, the other thing that's even more troubling is there's a similar service for the intelligence agencies. So not only do we have these sort of you know, quasi-intelligence agencies hanging around Washington, infiltrating all these different government departments. And remember, when an SES person comes in, they come in at the top of the heap. So career people who really know what's going on for 20 years are, are subverted and, and circumvented. It really makes everyone mad, and it makes the good, good government employees leave. But this is even more troubling. FBI, CIA, DIA. Um, I, I should say this person was a DIA person so that I was talking to, so it wasn't SES, but they were explaining how the SES worked. NSA, TSA, FAA, <laughs> GAO, <laughs> Foreign Service. So uh, not only do you need to clean out SES, but you also need to... So not only do you need to clean out SES, you need to clean out all these political appointments. These are all political appointments that are in here. And just say, look, you know, we're cut back, you know, trim the sails. We're cutting back on all political appointments. If they're Republicans or Democrats, get rid of them all, and then put Joe the Plumber in there. Just put anybody in there in those positions, or just don't fill them at all. 
and let the career people who've actually earned their way through government, that are actually good people, actually rise their way. The SES was the worst idea for government ever. It's the superdelegate system for government. If you really want to drain the swamp, you have to do the senior executive service first. I've met so many reporters that are senior executive service people in disguise. They're making $200,000 a year, and you explain, hey, uh, there's this thing that says Carter Page met with Sechin, Sechin in Russia. You saw this on the Carter Page interview last night in Laura Ingram. He says, I've never met. That's right in there. I say, look, this is a glaring error you know, from this, this dossier. And they're like, ah, well, as long as it created a, a, a FISA for Trump, it's okay. The ends justify the means. Senior executive service is ends justify the means. Okay, so we have that. Um, so hopefully you've got kind of a better idea of what we're dealing with here now with these groups. Now, again, the rest of this particular part of the PDF just goes into all the documentation. Circle Group, PLC subsidiaries, there's links for annual reports for their subsidiaries, uh, all these different things, these these different links and files that, that you can go into. Now, SES, uh, what is the unifying logic among Circo's space, rail, asylum, pathology, and parking services? What are the goals of this group um, of interest? One world government is the main goal. Disable the U.S. Constitution. Incapacitate American influence. Eliminate borders. Implement 5G social control. So, I mean, this is just all the, the most purely overtly satanic things that will bring about the new world order this is the this is literally the heart and soul of it um eugenics dramatically reduce world population via pharmaceutical chemtrail aerial poisoning water contamination carbon tax gmos irritated food nutrient depletion nanoparticle programming microviruses 5g emf poisoning uh meme brainwashing and vehicle commandeering, I believe that's when, you know, they can take over your vehicle and that type of thing. Um, and then track and control or eliminate people and things, the Internet of Things. So that's basically what they're all about in, in, in a nutshell there. Uh, there's all kinds of more information in here, different charts, uh, different links you can go, go to. Uh, and then at the end of it, it, it has um, Circo is implementing the infrastructure for reducing world population by 75% using 5G and other technologies that we just mentioned. The rogue CIA banks, senior executive services, Silicon Valley, education, judiciary, many politicians and the mainstream media are assisting them and being paid very well to do so. So the call to action here is the citizens of the United States and the world must call upon President Trump and loyal American leaders to defend, defund the feeder systems used by these SES uh, corpocrats, corruptocrats, I'm sorry, ask President Trump to write the check to leader technologies for their Miller Act notice so they can help implement new technologies that respect constitutional privacy, property, and implement a truly free press. So that's the um, the remedy they're listed. I mean, I would say prayer and fasting uh, being the, the main remedy there. Uh, so that's what we have for part one there. I wanted to give you that. And then now we're going to move into a lot of the other things that relate to this particular subject. So that's all we have for part one, and we will go to part two next. God bless you.
Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.